0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tips in 10, where we give you the top tips in the least amount of time. This series was built to help you stay in the know without taking a chunk out of your schedule. Let's welcome today's guest, the OG hype artist, Michael Shine. He is the author of the hype handbook, 12 Indispensable Success Secrets from the World's Greatest Propagandists. Cult Leaders, Mischief Makers, and Boundary Bakers, published by McGraw-Hill, an in-demand speaker at keynotes for Fortune 100 corporations. Today, Michael will discuss how the power of hype in marketing can turn your business from unknown to well-known. He will share his effective strategies to scale your business that he learned by researching people like propaganda artists, cult leaders and A-list celebrities. It's not your normal marketing conversation, but it will sure change the way you approach your personal brand or company's marketing. Welcome, Michael. Let's go, brother.
1: All right, Mike, let's do it.
0: Dude, how you doing today? Doing great.
1: How you doing? I love
0: it. I love it. Doing very well. So branding and marketing are popular terms, right? but you use the word hype instead, why is that?
1: I feel that most terms that start out being very meaningful become relatively bland and useless after a while, right? Like, so the word word disruption used to mean a real thing. It meant actually coming into an industry and making that industry irrelevant in a very real way. Now. Any company you talk to, the founder is telling you they're going to disrupt, even if it's a sheet metal company. Disruption, disruption, disruption. I feel the same thing has happened with marketing and branding. You know, marketing has become equivalent with uh, pushing the right buttons on social media and getting the right marketing automation tool. And branding has gone from something that is really about differentiating yourself to um, a way that uh, companies put the color palette together and the right language together to impress investors um, and themselves more than the market. So hype is a word that's usually considered a negative, but I've often found that looking to people who actually do the work of drumming up a lot of attention and emotion instead of those who are capital M professional marketers and capital B professional branders is a much better way to bring attention to your business. So I decided to just go for it and use that term instead.
0: I love it. So not many people are using the word hype then in the marketing and branding world.
1: They use it in hip hop funnily. Okay. So, so in yeah, streetwear yeah. brands and in, in hip hop, it's the only sector until I dare say what we've done where it's considered a positive thing. And it's that, it's that idea that, Hey, we have to, we have to, we don't have all the resources in the world. Let's make it happen by any means necessary. And I like that attitude and, and yeah. most professional businesses don't have that attitude.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So you spent years researching the marketing habits used throughout history by propagandists, rock bands, social media stars, both good and bad, which honestly, in my mind, is absolutely brilliant. Is there a common characteristic that you see of marketing throughout them that really stuck out to you?
1: I think it's a trick question because I don't think any of those people think of themselves as marketers. And and the way that mm-hmm. I realized that was that Uh, When I was a kid, when I was in my early 20s, I guess you would call that a kid, I was really good at what you're calling marketing. I played in a band. We never, quote unquote, made it because it takes a lot to make it. But we used to sell out popular venues all the time and never in a million years would have I said that that was marketing. It was hyping things up. It was being funny and, you know, and and it was being playful. It was uh, promoting a show, but we never would have called that marketing. And then when I went into business many years later, I was a big professional who had just come out of the corporate world, so I decided to market myself. Then I learned search engine optimization and sales funnels and the three Ps, and I almost went broke. (laughs) But what I realized was the best people who do what you're calling marketing aren't marketers. You know, good marketers often get good jobs. They get good paychecks. They know how to talk the talk. But the people who actually need to get customers to buy their stuff or else they're gonna starve, they don't think of themselves as marketers most of the time. So what are they doing? I mean, what is it that that you know people gravitate them for? They have an understanding of mass psychology. Mm. Know it or not. Some people have studied it. Most of these people just have a knack for it. They just understand how people act in groups. They understand that people aren't rational in groups. They understand that people get swept up in frenzies. Um, And you can see it in everyone from Richard Branson to Gandhi to Donald Trump to sadly Adolf Hitler to, um, you know, Malcolm X, right? I mean you 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 the the content is different across the board, but all of these people understand mass psychology. Weirdly, a lot of professional marketers and branding people don't. You would think that would be the first thing they understood. But they're more interested a lot of times in in um should we get HubSpot or a different marketing automation technology?
0: Right. Right. So so and just you know, just for our audience, like what what is it that they can do uh, to you know, help have a better understanding of maybe the psychology of a group, you know, maybe their target audience?
1: I think a good one-two punch, you know, since this is 10 minutes, not an hour, (laughs) is to stop reading so many business books and start reading about people who have done what I'm talking about successfully. So instead of reading marketing strategies for the 21st century or whatever, and I'm saying this as a guy who wrote a business book, read a biography of Malcolm McLaren, the Sex Pistols manager who got England so unhappy that they brought this stuff up in parliament and their song went to the top of the charts and they couldn't even mention the name. Read about that guy. There's a great biography of that guy. That's not a marketer. That's not Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah. And, And the other thing is, think about how you perceive the world and be honest. A lot of times we do promotional sales marketing campaigns based on like best practices but we would never in a million years open our checkbooks and our wallets for the tactics that we're using on prospects these glaring countdown clocks you know what i mean that's (laughs) that we all know are fake that say that that the that the that the um the thing you know this will never be you know, mention this will never be offered again after this when we know they're going to offer it tomorrow. Right. Right. We would right. never fall for that. But we have it on all our stuff because we write yeah. it in a business book. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good.
0: So there's a saying that there, there's riches in the niches. How, how have you gone about deciding, you know, which niche you want to serve?
1: I guess like so many other business owners and entrepreneurs, I started out by serving whoever would approach me. Right. right. And, and I, I think it's hard not to do that. Um, I think I, what I, what I did was you know, there, there's really an interesting intersection between who you can serve best and who you like working with best. They're usually really deeply connected. So of all the companies I work for, I found that the, that the, um, companies that I liked working best and got the most out of me were venture funded tech startups. So not startups, right? Um, so a company that is self-funded by a really smart business owner who made their living in something else and is funding their company, amazing companies, not great for us because there a lot of times they they have the halo effect they figured because they were successful in making cogs for engines they're going to be really good at being an executive coach and there's no connection right yeah um so a venture-funded tech startup is great for us because our approach is very risk-oriented it's experimental those people are very risk-oriented our approach um you know there's a certain they have to be deeply involved those companies have teams They're companies who have really cutting edge, important products, which I like working with. And they have budgets. So I found that I love working with them. And as a result, I've been able to focus on those companies and have become known as the company that serves those companies. So think about that combination of what's meaningful to you, what field would you like to see do better and who fits your business model, really?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Well, you know, just because we are we are tips in 10, first of all, thanks for dropping those nuggets. We got to have a little fun, too, with a little speed route. I mean, that's probably one of my favorite parts, if not the favorite part of the tips in 10. So I'm, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you hot. Number one, is a hot dog a sandwich?
1: No, because it doesn't have the bread on the top too you know you got to have it on the it's top on the sides
0: it's on the side.
1: <laughs> it, when it's on the sides it's not yeah sandwich yeah unless you tilt it if you ate the hot dog like this like to the yeah what if you do
0: that it's going that be a it's sandwich
1: that, that's but it would probably fall out that, that could be a problem
0: i agree i agree so do, do you go by the five second rule uh you know when food
1: drops on the floor i mean pre-covid absolutely post-covid <laughs> not at all Covid has brought some, has is, is
0: changing the game. So, name a behavior uh, a dog can get away with that a human can't.
1: And licking your mouth, unless it's on the third date <laughs> or later.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, Michael, thank you so much. how How can our How can our audience uh, learn more about you?
1: Well, the best way to learn about me is reading my book, you know, that that I give away everything for a low, low price. So uh, it's called the Hype Handbook and just go on Amazon or if if you're lucky enough to have a bookstore that carries that kind of stuff. Um, and my company is called Microfame Media. So uh, if you go to microfamemedia.com um, and you're interested in, in in what we do, that's all there.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today on Tips and 10. Have an awesome rest of the day.
1: Thanks, Mike.